You're listening to the RBN Energy Blogcast. This is an audio version of RBN's Daily Energy Blog, which is a fun and informative daily commentary on oil, gas, NGL, and renewable markets. Each morning, we cover commodity fundamentals and industry changes to keep you informed of developing trends across the energy landscape. Monday, April 3rd, 2023. Now it's gone, gone, gone. U.S. crude oil helps replace Russian barrels in Europe. Published by, Kevin Wagesback. Russia supplied significant volumes of crude oil and refined products to Europe for many years. Its primary crude oil export grade, medium sour urals, approximately 30 API and 1.7% sulfur, was a benchmark, both in quality and price European refiners long relied on to plan refinery processing configurations and that served as a signal for crude oil pricing dynamics in Northwest Europe and the Mediterranean. In addition to crude oil, Russia was a large supplier of gas oil, diesel, as well as a more limited supplier of other refined products such as fuel oil, including intermediate feedstocks, and naphtha. In today's RBN blog, we review the abrupt reduction in Russian crude oil movements to Europe following Putin's invasion of Ukraine 13 months ago with an eye on the specific grades that have filled the gap. And like a rolling stone, we reviewed the new destinations for displaced Russian barrels. In today's follow-up we will focus on crude oil and the various sources that have displaced Russian supplies. Before we dive deeper, it helps to take a quick look at the historical trends. Russian exports of crude oil and refined products bound for Europe average about 4.7 million barrels per day in 2019 before declining to 3.8 to 4.2 million barrels per day in the COVID years of 2020 to 2021. Prior to the Ukraine war and resulting sanctions, Russian volumes accounted for 38% of total European imports of crude oil and refined products, 12.4 million barrels per day, and about 25% of all crude oil and refined products supplied to Europe, 17.7 million barrels per day, the latter category including intra-European transfers, for example, North Sea crude oil to the European continent. But by February 2023, total Russian volumes into Europe had declined by three-quarters to only 1.1 million barrels per day, representing less than 10% of long-haul barrels supplied. The mix of Russian volume still headed to Europe as of February 2023 is still dominated by crude oil, which accounts for about 60% of total imports. Russian crude exports to Europe are supplied via pipeline and waterborne vessels. In 2022, largely before sanctions took hold, piped-in crude oil volumes averaged about 0.8 million barrels per day while waterborne imports averaged about 1.5 million barrels per day. The next largest category is gas oil or diesel, which generally ranged from 700 to 800,000 barrels per day before 2023. A European Union, or EU, ban on Russian imports took effect on December 5, 2022, for crude oil supplied via water and on February 5, 2023, for refined products. There are certain exceptions or delayed implementation dates for the Russian import bans, notably the exemption for crude oil supplied by pipeline, especially to landlocked countries with no easy alternative, for example, Czech Republic, Hungary and Slovakia. One exception is Bulgaria, which in June 2022 received an exemption allowing it to continue importing crude oil and petroleum products from Russia until the end of 2024. And there's Turkey, which is not part of the EU and whose refineries have continued to import Russian crude oil. One other catch-all category is worth mentioning, certain countries and companies have voluntarily ceased purchases from Russia and or Russia has decided to discontinue supplying certain customers, for example Polish refiners. Before examining how Russian crude oil is being replaced, let's take a quick look at how Europe received, or, in some cases still receives, it. 
you might want to take a look at figure 2 in today's blog on the website, which shows the array of major pipelines and water routes used for transporting Russian crude to the European continent and the volumes supplied in 2021 and in February 2023. The sheer volume of Russian crude oil to be exported requires a vast array of pipelines that move the oil to landlocked countries and coastal ports. Russia's Drijba crude oil pipeline system, for example, in 2021 was moving 520,000 barrels per day of oil to Poland and Germany through its northern leg, but is no longer, and Hungary, Slovakia and the Czech Republic still receive about 250,000 barrels per day of Russian crude oil through Drijba's southern leg. Russia exports, or, in some cases, exported, waterborne volumes via four large coastal ports, one, Primorsk, and two, Ust-Luga, both of which provide access to the Baltic Sea, three, Novorossiysk to the south on the Black Sea, and four, Murmansk to the north on the Barents Sea. Total crude oil exports of about 1.7 million barrels per day were supplied to Europe in 2021, with Primorsk and Ust-Luga providing almost two-thirds of this volume. The crude oil import ban has essentially turned off oil exports from the Baltic and Murmansk, which primarily targeted Northwest Europe, while sources from Novorossiysk on the Black Sea are relatively unchanged, with Turkey and Bulgaria continuing to receive supplies. Before the late 2022 ban on waterborne imports was implemented, the Russian crude being sent to Europe was dominated by Urals, 30 API, 1.7% sulfur, which accounted for 74% of all Russian oil exports to Europe in 2021. Urals was exported mainly via the Baltic and Black Seas, with primary destinations of Rotterdam, Poland, Finland, Lithuania, and Italy. The second most prevalent export grade to Europe was Novi Port, 9%, a light sweet grade, 35 API, 0.1% sulfur produced on the Yamal Peninsula. Novi Port loaded from Murmansk and primarily targeted the Rotterdam Refining Center. Other grades rounded up the Russian export mix, including light sweet grades Siberian Light, Verandi and CPC Russia, collectively 15%, among other heavy Arctic grades. The aggregate quality heavily weighted by Urals, amounted to 31 API and 1.4% sulfur. Depending on the reference point, Russian crude oil exports to Europe declined between 1.7 million barrels per day, 2023 versus 2022, and 2.0 million barrels per day, 2023 versus 2021. Both reference years are a bit tainted in that crude oil imports from Russia declined toward the end of 2022, while 2021 was a year of demand recovery from COVID. Nonetheless, the reduction has been considerable by any reasonable standard and was driven primarily by a decrease in waterborne imports of about 1.1 to 1.5 million barrels per day and about 0.5 million barrels per day by pipeline. Northern Drijba. Russian crude oil imports to Europe were largely replaced by increased processing of crude oil from the US, Kazakhstan, Norway and Saudi Arabia, the big four, in addition to smaller sources such as Angola, Iraq, Brazil, Guyana and the UK. The big four covered 90% of the reduced Russian crude oil imports when compared to 2021, 66% when compared to 2022. Crude oil production and exports from the U.S. have been increasing for several years, so it is no surprise that U.S. suppliers have been called on to fill the gap left by displaced Russian barrels at Northwest Europe's coastal refineries. Figure 4 in today's blog provides a snapshot of the key U.S. export points, grades and destinations that have shifted to fill the Russian void. U.S. crude oil deliveries to Europe have increased by 667,000 barrels per day between 2021 and early 2023, with nearly two-thirds of those volumes coming from the port of Corpus Christi. Houston was a distant second, although it posted the largest percentage increase, with the Louisiana area third. For the latest on U.S. crude oil exports, 
CRBN's weekly crude Voyager report. The primary grade of increased U.S. crude oil has been a light-sweet Midland-sourced barrel, which comprised more than half of the total. An even lighter and sweeter grade, WTI Light, or WTL, was the second-largest source, followed by medium-sour grades from the U.S. Gulf of Mexico, or GOM. The crude oil quality in aggregate of all U.S. grades was a light-sweet barrel, in contrast to the displaced medium-sour Russian volumes. Primary destinations for incremental imports of U.S. crude oil have been mainly coastal northwest Europe, along with Mediterranean destinations in Italy and Spain. Next, let's look at how the rest of the big four are getting their barrels to Europe. Most of the crude oil being delivered to Europe from Kazakhstan is produced in the Tengiz, Kashagan and Karachaganak fields. The crude flows through the Caspian Pipeline Consortium, CPC, pipeline system, which brings export barrels to a marine terminal at Novorossiysk on the Black Sea, and is transported in oil tankers that access various ports in Europe. The grade of Kazakh crude oil shipped on CPC is called CPC Kazakhstan and is of high quality, 44 API, half a percent sulfur. A CPC pipeline debottlenecking project, involving both mechanical improvements such as new pump stations and the use of drag-reducing agents, completed in late 2022 allowed an increase in capacity of 8 to 15 percent. This expansion was likely a big factor in the increased flows from Kazakhstan to Europe of more than 400,000 barrels per day. In addition to Black Sea waterborne exports, Reuters recently reported that Kazakh oil had started flowing to Poland using the Drutva pipeline for delivery to Germany for the first time in late February 2023. A second source of Kazakh crude oil, recently rebranded as Kebko, Kazakhstan export blend crude oil, originates from the onshore Uzun field and is transported north via the Uzun Adarau Samara, or UAS, pipeline. The UAS pipeline links with the Russian Transnef system and is mingled with Russian Urals on its way to the primary destination at Novorossiysk on the Black Sea or to the Baltic seaport Ust-Luga. This crude oil is commingled with Russian Urals and is sold as a medium sour grade, 30 API, 2% sulfur. The commingling of this grade with Russian oil drove the rebranding to Kepko to distinguish it from oil originating in Russia, Russian export blend crude oil or Rebco. The increase in Kazakhstan crude oil following the EU sanctions is mostly CPC grade exported at Novorossiysk with a higher quality than Urals. Processing of increased barrels from Norway has been driven largely by the expansion in Norway's Johan Sverdrup field. Crude oil supplies from Norway to the rest of Europe increased by 373,000 barrels per day from 2021 to early 2023, almost all of it from Johan Sverdrup, and most of the rest from IME. Johan Sverdrup is the third largest oil field on the Norwegian continental shelf and the entire field is now on stream after completion of Phase 2 in December 2022. See Do You Believe in Brent after WTI? I'm is produced in the North Sea field following Repsol's efforts to bring the reservoir back on stream after being abandoned 20 years ago. Johan Sverdrup is a medium gravity, 28 API, medium sulfur, 0.8% grade, whereas I'm is light sweet 38 API, 0.2% sulfur. The last of the big four replacements did not depend on increased crude oil production U.S., Norway, or debottleneck pipeline systems, Kazakhstan. Instead, these barrels were sourced from Saudi Arabia. Although Saudi Arabia increased production for several months in mid-2022, it reduced production by a similar amount by October and announced on Monday that and other OPEC producers will be reducing production by a combined 1 million barrels per day in May. In 2023, data showed that increased waterborne movements that originated at the Egyptian Sidi Kur terminal at the delivery point of the Sumed pipeline were comprised of grades from Saudi Arabia and helped backfill the missing Russian volumes. The increased Saudi imports appear to mostly comprise light sour grades, 
for example, Arab light, with a 33 API gravity and 2% sulfur, similar to Russian Urals. Refiners accomplished large shifts in crude oil imports into Europe in a relatively short time frame. The need to displace both waterborne and Drujba pipeline imports resulted in much higher waterborne sourcing from global producers. Refiners in Northwest Europe displaced Russian medium sour grades with better quality light medium sweet grades from growing production in the US and Norwegian basins. Therefore, on the margin, refiners improved their product yields. The marginal bottom of the barrel residue yield was lower and of a better quality, lower sulfur, which is beneficial for producing premium IMO 2020 ship bunkers. Furthermore, better quality crude oil generally requires less hydroprocessing, A plus for refiners operating in a high natural gas price environment where hydrogen is costly to produce, see bring me some natural gas. In the Mediterranean, oil refinery operations also benefited but to a lesser extent. Some of the Russian import volumes were displaced by higher quality Kazakh crude oil, with the remainder displaced by similar quality Saudi grades. In the next blog in this series, we'll look at how Russian gas oil, diesel, and other refined products have been replaced in Europe following the cessation of imports in February. You've Lost That Love and Feelin' was written by Phil Spector, Barry Mann, and Cynthia Weil. It appears as the first song on side one of the Righteous Brothers' fourth studio album, You Lost That Love and Feelin'. This would be the Righteous Brothers' first effort for producer Phil Spector's Phyllis Records label. Spector had asked songwriting team Mann and Weil to write a hit for the newly signed duo. Inspired by Baby I Need Your Loving by The Four Tops, they came up with You've Lost That Love and Feelin'. Spector came up with a line at the end of the chorus, Now It's Gone, Gone, Gone in addition to the bridge that starts with, Baby, Baby, I get down on my knees for you. The recording of the song took place at Gold Star Studios in Hollywood in September 1964. Spectre had all the instrumental tracks recorded before singers Bill Medley and Bobby Hatfield, the Righteous Brothers, came in to record the vocals. They did over 39 takes to meet Spectre's expectations of making the perfect pop single. When Hatfield expressed frustration about Medley singing the first verse solo, Asking him what he was supposed to do during that time, Spectre replied, You can go directly to the bank. The song was released as a single in November 1964 and went to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles chart. Many music critics consider it to be the ultimate expression of Spectre's wall of sound production techniques. A number of other artists have covered the song, with Scylla Black, Dionne Warwick, and Hall and Oates having charted hits with the tune. Personnel on the record were Bill Medley, Bobby Hatfield, Vocals, the Blossoms and Cher, backing vocals, Don Randy Piano, Barney Kessel and Tommy Tedesco, Electric Guitar, Carol Kay, Acoustic Guitar, Ray Pullman Bass, or Palmer, Drums, and Uncredited Session Musicians, Trumpet, Sax, Trombone. The album, You've Lost That Love and Feelin', was compiled of previously recorded tracks of The Righteous Brothers produced by Bill Medley and new ones recorded and produced by Phil Spector at Gold Star Studios. Released in January 1965 on Phyllis Records, it went to number 4 on the Billboard 200 Albums chart. One has to wonder if people drinking coffee at the Starbucks located in the Mini Mall at 6252 Santa Monica Boulevard in Hollywood can still feel the vibe of all the historic recordings made there when it was the location of Gold Star Studios. The massive gasoline storage tanks that were used for the reverb chambers on the wall of sound are buried beneath the asphalt of the parking lot. The Righteous Brothers are an American vocal duo formed in Los Angeles in 1963 by Bill Medley and Bobby Hatfield. Both had previously performed together in the five-member group, the Paramours. While working with producer Phil Spector, they invented the term Blue-Eyed Soul. They have released 15 studio albums, 7 compilation albums, and 28 singles. They were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2003, 
and the vocal group Hall of Fame in 2005. After the death of founding member Bobby Hatfield in November 2003, Medley has continued to tour as a solo artist and as the Righteous Brothers with singer Bucky Heard replacing Bobby Hatfield. Thanks for listening to the RBN Daily Energy Blogcast. For more information on energy market reports, maps, and consulting engagements, please visit us at rbnenergy.com. And thanks for rocking with us.